Hey there, everybody. Welcome along to another Tech Talk UK. It is Sunday, 16th of July, 2023, and joined by, uh, joined by always as Mr. Richard Yates. Hello, mate. Good, good, good morning. Rearrange these words into a logical Yes, order. stick them into the right order and we will have a start to the show. I can't be bothered to start again. I think that will do. No, no, no it will do. I, I think, think that will do. Yeah. Um, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm pretty good, thanks. Yeah, yeah so jolly good. Fed up with the weather, but then I expect everybody's fed up with the weather. Yeah, probably. Not not as fed up as my brother is. He lives in Italy, and it's like uh, living in a furnace, as far as I can go. He had a praying yeah, mantis so. on his car this morning. <laughs> Sent me a picture. I mean, you don't expect a praying mantis in northern Italy, do you? But, um, no. But that's what he got. So, so yeah, I guess it might be a bit grey and rainy and miserable and whatever, but, yeah, it's uh, it's better than the alternative. Yeah, it's not too bad over here in sunny Suffolk, actually. It's uh, very windy, but uh, Jackie's away for a week with her sisters um, in a field in Beckles. Um, yeah. So uh, luckily, luckily, they've, they're surrounded by lovely hedges, so I don't think they're going to be having too much problem with the wind, which is nice. Um, I mean, there is, a, there is a silver lining to all this windy, horrible weather, and that is that, that uh, well, it's, it's, it's almost live. And currently, the UK is... Electricity is 54.7% produced by wind power. Yeah, yeah, that's good, um, isn't it? And, and 14 by solar power. So at the moment, we're up to sort of almost 70% renewable energy. And then if you, you whack another 17% of nuclear onto there, we're not using very much fossil fuel at the moment. And, of course, the great thing is all this cheap electricity that costs basically very little to generate is all being passed on to us on our bills. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, the, the, the wholesale price of electricity at the moment, they will pay you £21 a megawatt to take it away. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Lovely. Only I have a use for megawatts of power and the ability to tap into that tariff, eh? <laughs> Indeed. Um, but we mustn't get into politics because... Uh, no, no, renewables one thing, politics a slightly different thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, going to kick off... Um, um, just with a little chat about iOS 17, which might be a quite short one, because I don't believe you've done it yet. Um, well, actually, there's an amusing story on that one. That okay. um, I put I put iOS 17 on 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 my old 13 Pro. All right. And yeah. and almost immediately um, we had all sorts of problems with uh, Fiona's 13 Pro. So I said, well, never mind. We'll set we'll set the, the old 13 Pro up as your phone for now, and we can sort it all out. What I didn't realise, of course. Well, I didn't think about the time was that I'd put her onto iOS 17. Yeah. And, of course, there's no easy way back from that. Um, so I'm not entirely sure she's completely tweaked, but I do keep getting comments about the battery life isn't as good as it was. Oh, I'll talk you through quite an easy way of doing it. It's not that hard. Um, I've done it twice in the last 48 hours. Um, so I decided, as soon as the public beta came out, which I do every year, really, I decided to, yep, let's let's put it on. Um, did it. Obviously, it's really easy to do. If you're already in the beta program, you can just go into settings general yeah, and you can literally good. do it from there. I didn't do the dev uh, the dev one this year, although I don't think I did, really did it last year. Um, and, you know, sure enough, it's on there. Get on with it. Um, I suddenly then realised I did it around about 10 o'clock at night, I think. Um, Thursday night, I believe it was. And then I suddenly, uh, after that, I watched a couple of YouTube videos on what's different and, you know, go and have a little look. And there's some good guys on there showing it. And obviously the very first thing they said on all these videos is don't forget to do a backup because as soon as your iOS 17 backup, 
uh, happens, which normally when it's charging overnight, blah, 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 yeah. you, you can't go back because you and haven't got a... That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ah, I might not be able to help you then having, in that having, case. Having not remembered that I'd put this onto iOS 17, I totally have screwed myself. I ah, can't really right. escape the inevitable... Okay, in uh, that case, yeah. I, 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 I would, have to hope that the, uh, the beaters follow quickly. I withdraw <laughs> my offer of help in that case. Um, it, yeah. so, so basically, uh, this was probably... By then, it was something like midnight, I think. Um, and I thought, well, OK, I think I'm safe as long as I... And you've got that other little thing that you mustn't update the watch because yeah. if you update the watch, you cannot downgrade totally the watch under up, yeah. any circumstances. Yeah. So there I was at midnight, didn't really feel like it, but there I was um, quickly reverting back to <coughs> iOS 16.5.1 and you do that by connecting it to the, in my case, the Mac and you do an option, uh, you do an option restore. Um, and, and, and obviously at this point, I still had my iOS 16 uh, back up on iCloud. Um, I, I can't quite grasp why they have to overwrite um, and I can't quite grasp why you couldn't simply make it, you know, have as many backups on iCloud as you've got space for. Um, no, no, you can obviously have multiple devices, but they've got to have a unique identifier. Yeah, um, yeah. I, mean, I mean, a real problem from, from my point of view is that I didn't remember quickly enough that it was on iOS 17. In fact, mm. I only, only realised when the last upgrade to iOS 16 came out, went onto her phone to update it and thought, ah. Yeah. Um, to be fair, she doesn't have very many problems with it at all. No. Um, so so I'm not going mean, to accept that. She says the battery life isn't as good. Well, of course it's not as good. It's full of debugging code. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but that should improve over the next month or so, shouldn't it? So, I think so, yeah. I don't think it'll I'm be just, too bad. I'm I... keeping my head down. Yeah, I put my uh, put mine back. So midnight-ish, I put mine back to... Um, uh, to 16 and then I immediately did a backup on the laptop because obviously once you do it to a laptop um, y y you're safe it stays on there until you delete it so it's um, exactly yeah and, and I've, that's what I've done when I tinkered with beaters usually myself but yeah well for, for various yeah. reasons I didn't and absolutely uh, slightly uh, slightly stuffed <laughs> I actually did a double double backup because I, I then took the iPhone to work with 16.5 on and then that day at work I quickly backed it up to our laptop that we use um for that very purpose um for transfers sometimes <clears throat> and I um so I had a double backup of of 16 and then I just let it go back to 17. So, you know, within 48 hours or less than that, probably, um, it had gone from 16.5 to 17, back to 16.5 and then back to 17. Um, and I used it. Yeah, very. Um, I used it for, I don't know, less than 24 hours. There were a couple of glitches uh, in terms of just, you know, on the home screen and a couple of animation things. There was nothing really as a, as a showstopper. But I rapidly realised um, the battery life was pretty poor, actually, although it's really hard to judge because at work I use it an awful lot uh, as a hotspot, an awful lot. So, but I, I've got to say, I, I don't think it's that bad. It's, it isn't as good, but I don't think it's that bad personally. Yeah, I mean, when you use it as a hotspot and you've got two sims in yeah. it, which I you're have, hammering it, aren't you? you're hammering it, yeah. And it's a, you know, it's down to 90% now because it's a 13 Pro, not a 14. Um, so, you know, you kind of live with that. But then when I when I um, finished work uh, Friday, uh, 
I'm off for the weekend, so Saturday. Yesterday morning, I just thought, like, there is... So I, I sat Friday night. I, I just don't know that there's anything on here that I really want. Um, I actually sat and did, because um, Jackie's gone away for a week, so I was on me lonesome anyway, and I just sat and I did. Have you heard of this personal voice thing? Um, I heard of it, but I haven't really explored it, to be honest. So, so do tell more. So basically, personal voice is it's an accessibility thing, and it's oh it's, yeah, you train your voice, don't you? Yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's designed for people actually that are going to <clears throat> either lose their voice, um, you know, or whatever, and and they want to record it and have it play back um, phrases, and they can use the device to type a phrase and have it play back in your own voice. It's uh, all a little bit strange, but you have to sit and repeat 150 um, phrases that the iPhone gives you, and then it builds your voice. Um, yeah. Best thing, guys, if you're on iOS 17, don't waste your time, because first of all, uh, in my case, and a lot of cases online, it never appeared on the iPhone anyway. Although, oddly, when I when I when you can share it across all your Apple devices and it appeared on the iPad, oddly enough. Um, I'll, qu I'll quickly grab the iPad and see if it's... I've, I guess it will still be on the iPad, and I'll see if I can play you a little bit, because it doesn't sound anything like me. <laughs> um, well, I don't think it does anyway. And, and it's, I don't know, there's a little bit of creepiness about it as well, but I, I don't think it is actually designed for us. But I wouldn't waste your time. Just go and have a look at a couple of the videos on um, YouTube, because um, MKBHD did one, and it doesn't really sound much like him, to be honest. Um, when I restored, um, when I went back uh, to 16 and I restored, I, I, I realised that a restore from a backup on a, on a laptop is very different to restoring off iCloud. You don't really get, so I had to put all my passwords in again, I had to add all my bank cards again. Um, yeah, it, yeah it's not it, appealing, it, it seemed a little bit less... Uh, uh, interesting than uh, than than before. Um, when you talk in a minute, I'll, I'll just see if I can find it on the thing. But it's not really worth doing. The other bit of, is where the uh, where the iPhone is on a charging stand in horizontal mode. It works as a uh, a hub thing. Um, I mean, I've got home hubs all over the place from Google that do a much better job of doing that. I've got no interest really in doing that. So I did, I, to me, I didn't think iOS 17 really, really added much. But while I was in accessibility, um, I just blown away really by how much stuff the iPhone has got now in accessibility. Um, oh, there's lots. Yeah. If you type into, if you go into settings and type in one simple word called voice, just put voice in there. And the list is absolutely never ending um, just on what you can do around voice. So it does seem it's like, I don't know, I haven't compared it directly with Android. And perhaps Android has come on in, uh, in the years, but um, it just seems to have so much stuff. I did find one brilliant um, thing for me. Um, as you know, I like a bright screen. Um, I don't have particular trouble reading text, but I've always had reduced motion and reduced transparency on. And I found another little thing called increased contrast. And it's marvellous. 
it, it just sharpens everything up. It gives you, like you go into text messages, much, it seems, I've got bold text on as well. So bold text and reduce, uh, an increased contrast, a little tip if you struggle to read your screen. Um, a lot of the uh, devices we set up for people at, uh, at work are basically, they're so zoomed in, you get nothing on the page. I don't know how people live with it. Um, so normally when we do it, I normally try and scale that back a bit on their new one for them and then put bold text on and in future I shall do the uh, increase contrast trick as well. Um, and I was sitting at work the other day and one of my colleagues said to me, how, do you, how does your iPhone work so quickly? How does the, how does the, the um, home screen snap into place like that? And mine, mine does this zoomy thing. Um, and that is, of course, just reduced motion. Um, mm. Just makes mm. it snappier, a bit like on Android, you can uh, cut animations down to 0.5. So it's a similar thing. There's so many settings in there. I can highly recommend a, a YouTube channel called Proper Honest Tech, um, which is a guy called um, Tom. Uh, just really clear uh, stuff, and he does so many, um, you know, 10 things you didn't know about iOS. and. I must admit, even me, there's usually one or two in there that I didn't know uh, whether whether they're useful or not, you know, whether they're useful or not is another matter. But just uh, go and have a look. Proper Honest Tech, it's called. There's no, uh, there's no crap in there. It's all sensible stuff. And he's a nice, likeable guy as well. So, um, so that was my adventures with iOS 17. Uh, yeah, you are kind of stuck if you haven't got a 16 backup. Well, you're not stuck, but you'd have to literally set it up from scratch. Yeah, yeah, which will involve confessing what I've done. So, yeah, you know, it's absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm just, she's just going to have to wait. Um, it, no, I mean, it, she, she's not said anything about it for a few days now, and it seems to be working. She certainly hasn't come across any apps that aren't um, aren't working, so that's a start. Uh, she doesn't it, do um... any any um, any banking on her phone, so that, that could have been an issue, but isn't. Although it does seem that most people seem to say that the banking apps work. Yeah, Starling and, so, and Nationwide definitely work. I haven't heard of any that don't at the moment. Um, you know, and I think we, we always say banking apps, don't we? But, I mean, if you listen to people on Android, uh, the banking app requirements for some Android things are back as far as Donut, and they still work. So uh, I don't think they're as critical as people sort of make out they are, really. No, <clears throat> excuse me. No, I think, I think they're not. I mean, and you know, I mean... I think what you sort of said to me is, well, it gets down to sort of 30% at the end of the day and it used to be 45. Well, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't really see a circumstance where it's going to be an issue to her before the thing is completely polished up in what, September time, I guess. Yeah. Um, usually about then, isn't it? So I don't think there's too uh, too much of an issue there, fortunately. Um, and, I mean, it seems to run quite nicely. I mean... Uh, she's actually got a, a charger uh, that she plugs the phone into, so the sideways on thing is not going to work anyway. Um, but anything else, I mean, the changes, it's like always with iOS, isn't it? The changes are very incremental, you don't really necessarily see them uh, until you suddenly discover you're using something that wasn't there before. Uh, or oh, you seek it out, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I found this personal voice thing on the iPad, so I'm just going to move the microphone a little closer. Have a listen to this. Hello and welcome to TT UK. I hope you are all well and enjoying the lovely weather. No, I, don't. I mean, I suppose there is a bit of my voice in there, but uh, I don't think I want bit, to yeah. play that back to anyone. Um, 
but you can all you, it just shows you some of the accessibility features are are amazing and if you need that then it's incredible oh, coming on it's um, and that give that a few you know months uh, and it's beta only at the moment so um, yeah well yeah. it will be fine unless they do a Siri on it you know I mean if you look at uh, just has not been much progression on the Siri since since the beginning has the um, um, so no I mean it's what they put into it I think supposedly much better in iOS 17 but I when it, when it was on 17 which was a very small window on Friday at work I um I said to my colleague I said oh yeah the um dictation is vastly improved so I did her a little demo on my iOS 17 and she went oh mine will do exactly that so I did it on hers and she was right it was exactly the same <laughs> exactly the same <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, let's quickly. What did you buy in um, Prime Day that was over two days? Anything? What did I buy in Prime Day? Um, I bought. Uh, 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 it's not very exciting. I bought some smart plugs. Okay. Yep. The um, little um, four pack. Yeah, the full pack. Yeah, that was reduced. Oh, yeah, I bought something else. Yeah, what I nearly bought them, and I thought, what am I going to do with them? But yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Um. Yeah, I bought some bird food. Oh, bird <laughs> food. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. No, um, it's probably uh, the sort of stuff we should be buying. I know Gav said he got loads of dog food, uh, and and possibly reduced his bill over a year by sort of. Uh, uh, well over a third, I think, maybe forty percent. Yeah, unfortunately, the the squirrels have um, been attacking my bird feeders wholesale, and even 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 um, I got some of these squirrel buster uh, feeders, which oh, are quite yeah. clever because the squirrel climbs onto it, and the weight of the squirrel closes the the sort of <laughs> entry point where the food is. Yeah. So what does what does the squirrel do? Well, exciting <laughs> things like. Hang on to the bottom of the pole, but also <laughs> hanging on to the pole that's holding the thing up. Or, yeah. or another one is a bush that had grown a bit. So, so I look at this bush, and there's a squirrel sort of standing on its, on its back legs, nose in the feeder, and they are very, very resourceful. <laughs> oh, they're I've, very clever. I've put a, I've Vaseline the pole. I mean, the trouble is, I don't mind them, mind them having some of it, but the problem is that, well, firstly, we've got a lot of squirrels around here. I've counted as many as seven in the back garden at one point. Yeah. Um, but the second is, they just carry on eating and eating and eating until it's all gone. You know, yeah. If they visited occasionally, had a bit to eat, went off. I wouldn't bother at all. But um, I mean, I can't put fat balls out, for example, because a, a posse of squirrels will turn up and eat them in about half an hour. Yeah. Um, you need to put a sign which, out saying like certain times only, and <sighs> pretty sure they'd abide yeah. by that. Um, I've got I've got a friend who wants to shoot them, but I'm not really oh. a fan of shooting wildlife either. So no. um, I'm just taking other deterrent measures. But meanwhile, I think I'm you. Buy some um, more need new friends more, to be know. honest yeah well yeah yeah that's probably true it's, um i don't like if you know what I, mean, I i put food out for them but then they eat the food i put out for the birds as well they obviously can't discriminate or else they fancy what's out for the birds more than, than out yeah for them, you know um, well you know <clears throat> yeah trials maybe, and tribulations I, oh exactly i mean my, what i actually need is a number of pine martins yeah well, because apparently pine martins prey on squirrels Okay, uh, fair they're, enough. They're definitely, they're definitely completely out of control around right here. The only problem is uh, that there aren't very many pine trees around here. There's a, there's a wood full of oak trees not so far away. Um, but um, <clears throat> nonetheless, not perfect. 
Um, well, the only thing I bought uh, on Prime Day was um, a year's uh, Photoshop Lightroom thing again, um, which I had... I bought a subscription to Office 365 for a year, which was, is not a very exciting thing at all, is it? But it, it, well, was, you know. it was its annual or twice annual big reduction, so I thought, yeah, OK. <laughs> I um, did manage to pick up a little bit of a bargain from work. We had a, um, uh, we had a, 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 a Dell... 3910 which is a little um little base unit basically just base unit only uh basically mm. you get the you get the box and the keyboard and the mouse which are obviously throwaway quality keyboard and throwaway quality mouse but um the box was reasonable uh 512 ssd um along with a i5 12th 12th gen or whatever which is mm -hmm. decent, I think, not blisteringly fast. But I quite okay. fancied setting up. Um, I quite fancied setting up a, uh, a workstation here because I've noticed um, we, we bought a new suite last year, and I've noticed quite a lot of neck pain um, because I'm constantly looking down all the time at whatever device I'm using. Um, mm. So you know you're meant you no you're meant to be in line with it aren't you your eye is meant to be sort of in line with the top of the monitor I believe something like that um, and of course I do it all day at work as well so it's a double edged sword um, so mm. I thought if I can set up a little workstation and it's funny really because um, I mean I wouldn't have bought it it was uh, five hundred and seventy nine quid originally uh, in mm. John Lewis but we had we somehow had one left. And it gradually came down, and then it they they just literally uh, it was four hundred quid was was the lowest, and then they they said look this has got to go. It sat there for weeks and weeks and weeks. No one's really interested. We don't even sell base units in Ipswich. Uh, there's still a few online, but we don't have any on display at all. Uh, no monitors. I mean that's that's the way it's gone. You know that Ipswich is Ipswich is is an at home store. One of only three left, I think now. So it doesn't have a full line of uh, of laptops out and a full line. They took took away cameras, for example. They've gone uh, because we just simply weren't selling any um, from Ipswich. You know, even though they do very well online still. Uh, and this thing came down to two hundred quid, and I just I just bought it on a, an instant buy at two hundred quid, really. Um, not least, yeah, yeah. not least because you could probably sell off the SSD uh, and the i and the i five, and probably get your two hundred quid back um, or close to it, sort of thing. So, but I didn't buy it to do that anyway. So I set it up. Um, it, it's very interesting because obviously it's not a hugely powerful machine. It's only got eight gig of RAM. Uh, which will be rectified later when Amazon turn up because I've ordered a 32 gig stick. And I've got to be careful with that it doesn't start here, um, you know, and you end up you end up cramming everything back into it. Well, um, yeah, that could be Yeah, so I've got to be a little bit careful. So, so far I've just ordered the RAM and I think that'll, I think that'll take care of it. Um, but I did, um, I, I put um, uh, Lightroom on there and um, Lightroom's got a... Uh, a bit of AI built into it. So it does a replacement. Um, so you can do like, you know, where you do content fill and you either clone something and stamp it in. Well, you don't really have to do that these days because it's got a, quite a usable AI um, system built in where you just highlight something and you tell it to uh, replace it. Content aware fill, it's called. 
um, <clears throat> and it re it's remarkably good. It goes off and it comes up with three separate um, goes at it and you can choose between the three or you can keep asking it to generate. You can also ask it, by the way, to put in a boat in that location or any other item which doesn't work right, okay. very it doesn't work very well when you when you're editing in a picture of uh, aircraft taken off from RAF Lakenheath anyway um, but it doesn't that bit doesn't work very well but actually content aware fill works really really well so i was doing this on the um, uh, on the box on the dell and uh, i it, you know it said it said oh well this is going to take 37 minutes <laughs> to do it okay all right fine it took actually i timed it and it took 25 minutes not 37 so uh so it did pretty well and uh the result was awesome it took a quite a complicated uh, thing out and filled the background in where you can normally see can't you a little pattern where it was and you just can't with this it's absolutely brilliant um and then i thought well let's let's, let's just do it on the mac and we all know the mac i've got the m1 pro chip in the 14 inch we all know it's quick but 20 24 25 minutes with the dell go on have a guess on the uh, mac Using Ooh, Lightroom, five. exactly the same. Um, 28 seconds. Oof. Absolutely Oof. unbelievable. I mean, it, 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 it just just literally didn't believe it. Now, I will say this, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, you know, you can just let the, let the Dell get on with it. And I think actually once the RAM is upped, it will be much, much quicker. I think it will sort of half or quarter that time because eight gig, I think eight gig, most of the eight gig is being used just running Windows, I would imagine. So, um, and actually the... You've um, got much leeway, have you? Let's put it that way. No. And I, I, I went to, um, I was chatting in our little back channel to... Um, I just sort of chatting about what I was going to go, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go and get a cheap graphics card," because um, I thought I still had a quite a decent graphics card, but I then realised I'd, I'd left everything—the RAM, the graphics card, and everything else—I'd I'd left it in that gaming PC that I sold a couple of years back. Um, so I didn't have one, and I was going to buy this graphic card. And luckily, one of the people in there—I can't remember who—you you, you must must remember Ted's experiments with that graphics card. Yeah, I do now, but I didn't at the time. Yeah, yeah I don't. I didn't at the time. Easy <coughs> um, done. Yeah, and. Um, uh, James, I think, or someone, apologies if it wasn't, uh, whoever did, thank you, uh, said, actually, don't do that because the built-in Intel UHD graphics are, are actually way faster than the one you're thinking of buying. I was only going to buy like a 50 quid one because uh, I'm certainly not going to play games on this box at all. Um, and, and of course, then I realised that actually that is grabbing its shared memory. So between Windows and that graphics card, there's no memory left to run anything on the yeah, box yeah, yeah. so i'm hoping this 32 32 gig now in one stick of ram give me the option to to go to 64 if i need to um well, 55 52 you're quid gonna, you'll see a total quantum change in performance i think so yeah i think so you can report back on doing this experiment fairly at the next show yeah we'll do it again and we'll see and and i did i just wondered if there's how how it could be that different though? I was I was kind of expecting it to take you know five or ten minutes. Um, well, like, like I said, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have thought that was a fair guess, but um, I've only done it once, so perhaps it was. Um, I mean, it was exactly the same photo, exactly the same section, exactly the same size. Everything was fair in terms of 
uh, of of how that worked. But um, it does have to go off to the process, doesn't it? It go it does have to go off to the internet to do this content aware feel. So it uses the internet. But then, on the other hand, I could argue that I've got the the little Dell box is plugged in to wired internet, and the and the MacBook was on wireless. So, if anything, the box had the advantage. But I'll do it again with this thirty two gig and see how that works out. But yeah, I'm quite pleased with that. I've just got to get a I got a, a new mouse coming today because the one in the box is terrible, and I need a new keyboard. But uh, they're pricey now, keyboards and mouses. They're not that cheap anymore. No. Um, I wanted to repeat the mouse that I use at work, which was a was a sort of a, a return off the shop floor, and it was a company called Rapu R A P O O, and I'm thinking never heard of them, but it's a damn good little mouse. It's um, wireless with a dongle and also Bluetooth, obviously without a dongle, so it'll work between the Mac and the and the other, you know, and the PC. Um, oh. And, and I thought, yeah, it must be about 14 quid, but it was like 40 quid uh, on, on... I did find one eventually for about half that. Um, slightly different design, but, um, yeah, surprise. And price has just gone crazy on everything. But I guess we know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think I might mention this to you last time. I had to do some calculations of what inflation had been since 2020. And, and, and I mean, it's staggering. Inflation since 2020 is actually 26% now. Yeah. I mean, just think about that. Twenty six percent. That I is know. a very, very big thing, isn't it? Really. It's not great. It's no. It's no wonder things are uh, are not easy. Let's put it that way. If, if you've got <coughs> basic prices going up overall by that that sort of amount, and um, yeah, not not good at all. But but there we go. The um, uh, the Apple ecosystem. I got the iPad out, didn't I, just to play that voice. Yeah. So the iPad is sitting on the armchair and the laptop's on my lap, obviously. And and just just bringing the, the cursor off the edge of the laptop. I haven't done anything to set this up. It puts the it puts the dot on the uh, on the uh, iPad, and I can just use the mouse you know, or the trackpad of the iPad to select everything on on the. It's just crazy how it just works together. I don't think I've ever set this up but it, it knows how to use that on the other on the other screen i don't even know is that's handoff is it or it not, be, I suppose. not even handoff i don't think i think it's called well, it, it, there are different versions aren't there thinking about it i don't think it's handoff is it i know you can i know i can use the ipads a separate screen can't i yeah um yeah as well so uh, in fact i think under display on the mac yeah it's showing the link keyboard and mouse to ipad pro so sometime in the past i have done exactly that so i can now use the it's good on it um yes yeah, very impressive so here's um are you ready to talk about the no no no, no. no? so let's talk about let's talk about social media okay because it's been an interesting fortnight for social media hasn't it I guess you're talking about threads, are you? Well, partly that, but also, you know, Mr. Musk's latest plans to destroy Twitter. Um, I mean, there have been, well, certainly two developments I know of, and another one I saw saw mentioned this morning, but I haven't yet had a chance to uh, to check out. But um, first thing that, that, that hacked me off was uh, apparently you won't be able to use TweetDeck uh, unless you're a Twitter Blue member. Mm. Um When's that coming in? Because I can still use it. Oh, okay. Sometime in the, sometime I think sometime this month from recollection. Um, but okay. I, yeah, I, I guess perhaps another fortnight, something like that. 
well, I mean, firstly, I normally use social media on a desktop. I don't normally use it on um, you know, a phone. Well, I do use it on a phone, but, you know, I mean, when I'm working, for example, I usually have a window open with, with Twitter on it, and, and I'll probably do more entry in, in comments or anything on, on Twitter in, on, a, on a desktop of one writer or another than on a phone. Mm. Um, so I was mostly hacked off by this discovery. That's basically, I mean, TweetDeck is not as good as, as uh, for example, TweetBot was, but it does have that quite nice multi-column format that means that you can sort of sift out notifications and, and, and your main feed and whatever. And, of course, on TweetDeck, you can do away with the stupid for you column. Um, and so that was my first thought. And I thought, well, okay, well, you know, I, I mean, when, when uh, Musk started saying, well, you're going to have to pay for this, I was thinking, well, you know, four or five quid a month, I would, would be willing to do that. But actually, uh, no, it's a lot more than that. I think from recollection, something like 120 quid for a year or something. Let's all find out. Should have, should have, should have done my homework first, shouldn't I, really? Um, but it's like a tenner a month. Well, you can say tenner a month's not very much. And in one sense of the word, it isn't. But do I get 10 quid's worth of value? Mm, don't know. Yeah, actually, no, it's more than that. £132, £132 a year, but if you buy an, a, an annual one, it's 114 So it's 11 quid a month. Mm. Mm, I think that's just a bit too much. Yeah. And then, then earlier in this week, um, one was astonished to discover that um, Musk has started making payments to prominent tweeters um, and apparently it paid $20,000 to uh, Andrew Tate. Now, mm. I don't think I really want to make too many comments about Mr. Tate, but the idea of him being paid out of my subscription really would make that a no-no. Mm. Um, and then this morning I've seen a story saying that the uh, next thing they think about doing is that only uh, Twitter Blue members will be able to use direct messages. Well, I mean, there won't be very much left of Twitter at this rate, is there? No, um... Looking back, actually, the last direct message I actually used was with Argos um, on April the 12th. The well, last one I used was yesterday evening with our, our good friend, Mr John Belshaw, uh, who tends to, uh, to to message me there, and I'm going to have to persuade him to uh, yeah, message I mean, me somewhere else. He's in the but, back yeah. channel, for example, so, I mean, well, Telegram yeah, is his friend, and there's millions of other ways to do it. I... Actually, I've used it with other people in the last week, uh, some of whom I don't know, well, some of them aren't in, in our, our, our back channel and, and also aren't really into tech so much. They're, they're there for other reasons. Yeah. So, you know, that, that is a, a bit of a stinker. I mean, frankly, if somebody said this is four or five quid a month or had done six months ago, very probably I would have said, oh, OK, fair enough, it's all right, you know. And, and I still think that, that um, Musk missed a chance by saying, well... Yeah, I don't mind things like Tweetbot continuing, but uh, actually I want an annual fee out of that or or you've got to allow adverts or something like that because I can see there's an argument of a loss of a, a revenue stream. But, um, yeah, he's basically sort of, well, I don't know, the man, the man is a law unto himself, isn't he? In some, some respects he's very successful, but on this one I can't help but thinking this is not necessarily the way to go. So, so there have been three developments on, on Twitter in the last week that I haven't been... Massively mm. thrilled about. Um, I have actually been using um, a very nice app on Mastodon. Uh, it's by the guy who uh, created uh, Phoenix, which I know you used before. Mm. And, um, 
liked very very much, Matteo Villa. Uh, and he has a Mastodon app called Woolly, which looks very, very like um, Phoenix. It's a, it's a very good port, actually. I, mm. I think he's done really, really well. I was on My the beta, is, but it's uh, I, I've lost that ages ago, so it's in the App Store now, is it? Yeah, it's about six quid a year. It's not not, not bad at all. Mm. Um, my my problem on that is, I mean, I, I I've got quite a few people I follow on Mastodon, but at the moment everybody seems to be sort of, oh, I've got to I've got to post this to everyone going. So yeah, that's a trouble, you know, isn't it? You know. And and I mean, there are the, there are other ones as well, aren't there? There's Blue Sky, which has taken so long to arrive. I think it's probably missed its moment. And yeah, I think and so. T two, which is another one that's that's out there, but um, seems to be a bit of a shambles. Um, and so I think when, when threads came along, uh, and there is a very big opportunity there for Facebook. I mean, they've got a big user base they can leverage instantly by saying, if you've got an Instagram account, come on in. Mm. Um, I, I can see that it could actually develop quite well. I mean, it might not do. Uh, at the moment, though, I mean, on, on Twitter, for example, I keep the number of people I follow down to about 100 or so. Simply because I read every message that's that's posted by people I follow. Mm. Um, Threads doesn't have as yet a people you're following column. Um, they've said yes, it's high on our list of priorities. I get that they weren't going to have an absolute clone of, of Twitter running on day one, but the result is you get this this feed of all sorts of stuff, um, which you can tailor by saying show tweets from people I follow first, sorry, threads from people I follow first, and whatever. Um, but it only puts <coughs> to a point. So you just get overwhelmed by this huge volume of stuff going through, um, which is really not how I want to use it at all. But I, I can see that, you know, they've, they've said, yeah, we know we need this, we know we need hashtags so you can find things you're interested in and so on. Um, I can see there's a very big opportunity here for, for this to take over from uh, Twitter. Another example is they don't have a, um, a, a desktop interface yet you can you can look at it on there but you can't interact with it on there mm. um i've no doubt given that they have got it off the ground and an awful lot of people do seem to be using it i mean let me just go into it i mean um yeah i mean it, it, it's just staggering the amount of stuff that goes through here um it, 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 it's far too much to follow unless you're prepared to say I'll spend all day doing it. Well, I'm absolutely not. What I use it for is dip into it every so often and see what people I'm following are, are talking about, move on, you know. Um, this sort of thing, there is, there, is just, there is just such a volume of stuff on here that I can't do that. Um, but if they, if they introduce a, um, you know, a proper uh, people you follow, screen, I guess, onto a bit of word. Um, yeah, I could, I could see this would be all right. I think it'd be. I think it could be quite good. I mean, it's got a nice. Um, you know, it look. It looks quite nice. I suppose the fact of the matter is, presently, it will get buried in adverts. How, how do you um, tell it to give you your followers first? I couldn't see that. Uh, there is in settings. Hang on. Is this on the iPhone or? Um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'll click me little person. Right. If you go into notifications, if you go into little person, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And then the next thing is notifications. Yeah. And then you go threads and replies. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that's new. No, that, that's been there. Oh, has it, week, right. Yeah. Free you follow. And that puts them first, does it? Oh, okay. that, that basically, yeah. I mean, the point of 
course, is that it depends when they're posting, doesn't it? But it, mm. it does make it better, although I found it took probably four to eight hours to make any noticeable difference. OK, we'll give it a go. Um, I've been dipping in there, but um, yeah. <clears throat> like you, I'm just fed up with seeing the same thing on all three networks, you know. It's, well, um... it, is a bit, it is a bit enough. I mean, I was amused to discover that I, I, I actually got in here very early. Um, so what am, I, what am I on? On here, somewhere like number forty-five thousand nine hundred and six, no less. Oh, where do we see that? That's um, you have to go into Instagram to do it. Oh, I don't have Instagram. I must have Instagram, otherwise I wouldn't have threads, would I? Well, no, but you've probably not used it for a while. I haven't used it ever. I don't think. Um, um, well, no, I, I virtually never use it either. Yeah. yeah, but but you know, it's um. I think it's got a lot. Of I feel a bit um, Zuckerberg, but I feel a bit conflicted with the whole thing, really, because um, I really don't like Elon at the moment. Um, but I'm still on Twitter, and uh, I've never liked how Zuckerberg has gone from being the devil to some sort of hero is beyond me. Um, oh, these, these people are all awful people at the end of the day. Um, so I feel a little bit conflicted about being on either of them. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of just, um, I'm kind of living with that by just barely using it. You know, it's just, it's just there. I, I feel like if I just quit them both, then I haven't really got anything to say about it, and probably nowhere to say it. And I'm just. Um, Anyone that can help me by retweeting my latest tweet to Kia UK, I would appreciate because my <laughs> car still hasn't turned car. up. Um, oh, it's, it's got to not very far away, though. Well, just despite the fact that it's been at the import centre for about three weeks, um, the, the word is that the... And you can understand this, but the word is that... Because when in my day you would you would you would marvel and you'd chat to the drivers because they've come all the way from Immingham near Hull and they've come with one car um, and they and they used to moan about it even back in the day you know and and they're going back empty um, and now that's not a thing apparently they have to have a whole load for for example in my case Bury St Edmunds but they'd have to have a whole load for the east of England before they'll send a truck out so they can sit at the import centre for God knows how long uh, and just not turn up. So, um, yeah, it was supposed to be delivered uh, last Saturday to the dealer and still no sign of it. Um, it's got a chassis number and everything, so at least I know it's real. And, and the problem for me, actually, a little bit, is because of my experience in the trade, my antenna is twitching because when these things are delayed, or certainly back in the day, when they were delayed, it means they've been damaged somewhere along the line and they're in a body shop somewhere being repaired. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assured that isn't the case in, in, in now. It's just a total change of how these things work. I can't imagine being a car salesman anymore. Um, apparently now all the PDI stuff is done at the import centre. So how, deal how dealerships are making any money at all is beyond me. I mean, it was only ever money transferred from the sales department to the service department, but it kept the service department, you know, making money, even though it was probably fake money anyway, uh, doing a PDI. But all they do now apparently is do a safety check, check the, check the, check the wheels are on there properly and uh, slap the plates on and away you go. But, uh, I mean, it's not a, a massive big deal, but... I, I just put on Twitter, and I don't expect any reply, if any. I don't expect one until Monday, because I can't imagine Kia UK work over there. But they, they want to go on Twitter and advertise all this nonsense, and they put 
they put, you know, oh, yeah, we're a movement company, and they put the word movement in every single tweet. Um, so I've just asked them, get the get my bloody car moved from the import centre, which I think is Immingham, actually, um, and get it to bloody Suffolk, for Christ's sake. Um, would you like me to go and fetch my car myself? Yeah, I mean, I probably would, actually. I'll just go and pick the bloody yeah. thing up from Hull, you know. It's, uh, it's not a problem. It's... Um, Ah, it's, it's just frustrating because um, every day since I've ordered it in, in June, and I mean, I haven't been waiting as long as some people. My poor colleague at work has got a call from Hyundai this week. She ordered it like three months ago and was told told six months. So, you know, that six months isn't up really until all, the end of August. But she's just been told, oh, sorry, your car has now moved to a uh, moved to a 2024 model, which could be good news because there could be a few extras on it. Um, uh, but we've really got no idea when it's going to be built and ready for you. But it might be October if you're lucky. It's just rubbish, yeah. you know. I don't know. Well, it's rubbish. I mean, I mean, that was my experience with trying to buy a car. That they just kept kept on getting kicked back four or five months at a time, mm. and eventually, I bought a different car. It was just just stupid. I mean, I was aware yeah. Of she 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 very specifically wants an automatic, which basically kills all options. I did a, I did a quick search for her online the other day to sort of say, let's see if anyone's got a cancelled order or anything. Take the take the automatic out, and there's a few floating around but put that automatic in for any make of car actually just put auto and you can forget it um oh. yeah just forget it um autos were always a devil to get hold of um and obviously that's all been made worse by the shortages and things so um it must be a funny old business to be in now actually um and i you know i doubt there's any discounts to be had although I'm getting, I can't remember what I'm getting now. I think I'm getting 1750 towards the deposit on mine. Um, yeah. So they're still doing these offers, but they haven't got the cars to supply. I mean, this when I bought it in uh, uh, late May, this was, this was a car that was already showing in their uh, thing. Originally, it was showing for about the 14th of June. So we're actually over a month late from when oh, it was yeah, being estimated. Now, yeah. Um, but it's frustrating that it's got a chassis number, so we know it's in the UK. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's not a big deal. But you drive the old one and you think, uh, you know, I have, I've had no near misses, but I've had a couple of cases where I thought, oh, bloody hell, you know, that, that person's driving like an idiot. Imagine if you have a bump now. It's just such a hassle factor that you just want to get on with it and get your new car, don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got this sort of situation, you're ready for the new car, and, and almost like mentally it's gone, hasn't it? You know, you don't, don't yeah, actually... Yeah, I keep putting necessarily... like I keep putting like 15 quid of fuel in it, and I have to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not leaving it with a full tank of fuel. I was, a, you know, going back years, it was like no big deal, wasn't it? But now you leave it with a full tank of fuel, we're giving away 75 quid. Um, no, it's a bit like, bit like the time I, when I sold my, uh, my cash car. And uh, three times in the week before uh, it went, I had to get the RSC out to it because the battery was gradually dying, and ultimately the battery completely died. I, I thought, well, I'll get it, I'll get it valeted and whatever before it goes goes in because it was it was going off to um, to a dealer, and they were sort of well, 
uh, we'll put it in the auctions for you. I mean, there's a long story there. I mean, it, it worked out quite well. But the problem it was, I literally couldn't get it out of the valet. I had to get the RSC out and put a battery in it there and then. Yeah. And I ended up buying a new battery for this bloody car. Yeah. It's one of these stop-start batteries the day before I sold it. Absolutely. So, that's, that's, all, that's all I think about. Although there's absolutely nothing wrong with my uh, seven-year-old Hyundai anyway. It's absolutely perfect. So never had a moment's trouble with it. But... Uh, Anyway, it is what it is. If you're on Twitter still, just please go and retweet it. I think the more times they see it, the more likely they are to reply. Although I'm not stupid enough to think that it's going to make the slightest bit of difference. Um, but you never know. You never know. Um, yeah, so um, social media. I, I, I think social media, for me, is just losing. It's very much a last thing now. Uh, I mean, people take the mick out of MeWe, but I think it's great. I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's, you know, there's no arguments, there's no hassle on there. Um, I mean, I don't, I've never used MeWe for anything else other than PSC uh, and PSC classifieds. So I, I, I have had a look, I have joined a couple of other groups on there, but I've left almost immediately because they're just weird. Uh, the ones I joined anyway, they're just, uh, just very odd. But the, the PSC ones are great. There's a clue not in the name. What in what name? <laughs> Whatever the groups you joined was. No, I mean that was just one was an iPhone group, but it was just weird talk in there. I wasn't. I, I didn't join any weird sounding groups. I just joined a couple of tech groups, and there was either nobody in there at all. Um, but you know, it, it's it's. I suppose with the summer as well. In the summer, you'd, I, I tend to do a lot less of this stuff anyway, really. But. Uh, um, no, don't really care about any social media at the moment, really, to be honest. It's, uh... I, I, I've got to say, I don't think it's been a good influence on, on the world for the last 15 years in many ways. But on the other hand, the, the ability to immediately communicate is quite nice. I mean, as you say, in many respects, we've got a Telegram group and, and actually the most sensible interaction that I have with most people is there. But yeah. there are still people who aren't there who I do want to be in touch with. So. Mm. But I think what's actually happening now as a result of, of Mr. Musk's antics um, of one variety or another um, is likely to be a big fragmentation because, you know, I mean, there are others, aren't there? There's one called Post, if I remember rightly. And God knows. And, um, you know, Mastodon, Threads. Uh, so many of these um, <coughs> messages, you couldn't possibly monitor them all if you wanted to. What I find about Mastodon is it's mostly people moaning about Twitter, and it doesn't really. That's a function uh, of, of who you follow on Mastodon. Oh, right? obviously, so, yeah, but I, I can't be bothered to correct it, so that is yeah, what it is. I don't, I don't so I very rarely I go there. To be honest, I very rarely see anything very offensive on on Twitter because, I, like I say, I'm yeah, me neither, me neither. So people, and and if anybody starts that, they get unfollowed very quickly. But. And it is still the first place I go if there's a news thing, you know, because you'll get some different opinions on it. You won't just get the um, the mainstream mainstream media thing. You'll get lots of uh, <coughs> quality stuff. So now there's a, there's another conversation about about news. I, I, I've been thinking about this. We, we seem to have lost as a country. We seem to have lost control of our own agenda, don't we? Almost, yeah, I guess so. All of our news media, media, whether it's print media or television media, the huge preponderance of it is foreign-owned. And, and, oh, yeah. and I, I think 
I mean, I'd like to suggest something that is maybe a little bit political, but nonetheless, I don't think it's unreasonable and not should it be too political. How about passing a law that says if you want to own our media, you've got to be UK tax resident and pay tax here. So you've got some stake in the UK because fundamentally we get all these sort of stories being run and there are all agendas attached to them and, and they aren't necessarily the interests of the people who live here, I don't think. Absolutely. They are. There's a political thought for the morning, but I, I think I must be right, but... Well, I would, wouldn't I? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still only read The Guardian, um, which will obviously lead to uh, some people laughing at me, but I find it reasonably balanced. It isn't owned by a um, some scumbag like Murdoch or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Well, interestingly enough, I, I read uh, The Guardian and The Telegraph, and... Um, some of the uh, opinion in the Telegraph is really blood-boiling. I, mean, I, read, I read it primarily for the financial news, which it is quite good at. Um, but some of it, you, you, they just have agendas. You know, I mean, there's, there's a story today about how uh, tyres are wearing out more quickly on electric cars. I, I mean, honestly, you, you'd think that somebody is paying them money to be against electric cars or any, any variety of green agenda. I, I can't possibly imagine who it could be, can you? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, I mean, but they, we... they ran a great, great story the other day about how the extra weight of, of, of electric cars was such that car parks were about to start collapsing all over the country, mm. um, and and that was quite a good one because they cited five cars, and I think from recollection none of them is or ever has been on sale in the UK. So they re-ran the story about two or three weeks later, having sort of done some proper research and found some reasonably heavy electric cars, but. My view on this is if, if the weight of electric cars is going to cause the car parks to collapse, maybe we should be looking at the structure of the car parks in the first place. Mm. You know, well, I mean, there's no... not encouraging, is it? There's no real consequences for them printing whatever they want, really, is there? No. no. Um, if there are, then we're going to get this sort of agenda of one variety or another being run. Indeed, and I don't think I don't see that changing any time soon, really. But anyway... Unfortunately, unfortunately no. Back to tech... Um, yeah, I guess we we, we we need to talk about the the elephant yeah, in the on, room, on, don't we? Electric electric cars are tech. Mm, yeah, I guess so. They are, they are. Slightly slightly less directly than than phones and whatever. I, there there are no interest to the millions of us, including me, that could never have one because we couldn't charge it. Well, I mean, this is something that really does have to be grasped, doesn't it? That we have to find a way of making it possible for people to to charge. Mm. You know, I mean, whether I mean, round here we've got two or three uh, lamp posts that have got chargers built into them, but the problem with all of them is you're not allowed to park there for more than say two or three hours. Well, yeah, the chargers exactly. are power chargers, so they won't charge your car in, <laughs> in two or three hours. Exactly. It, it has to be better thought through than that. You know, I mean. I mean, I, I, I've not been to your house, but I mean, you, you've shown me pictures of uh, taken with your cameras. You, you, you can't have a thirty-foot lead going to your car across across the pavement, can you? It's, it's, it's more like about a hundred foot, to be fair. Well, yeah. well, then, then some some alternative has to be be there. Like maybe you have a number of chargers installed in the street where you can park or or whatever. But it, yeah, you're right. It won't it won't work um, without. You having that ability? It's got to be. It's got to be there, hasn't it? No, I mean my current plan, if I live that long, is in 2029. Uh, 2029? Is that right? No. Yeah, 2029, 2030, isn't it? When they're all Some, stop selling them. Like that, yeah. 2029. Right, I just have to buy a new petrol car, really, and then 
you know, a lot of people will do that. Hope they? it'll last me the 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 the, t- the rest of the time I've got left. I mean, that's kind of negative, but uh, mind you, I can I can sort of see the law being pushed back a little bit because uh, yeah, 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 just yeah. the the stuff just isn't there, is it? You know. <coughs> and, and, and I mean, I think the EU set a target of twenty thirty five, which mm. strikes me as, as quite possible. Yeah, um, yeah, but, I think it'll have to change. I mean, the rate at which you'd have to install stuff is is quite staggering. Well, is it is it not is it not true? I read not so long back from some fairly sensible place that if everyone had an electric car overnight, we wouldn't be able to charge them all anyway because we can't oh, we produce can't enough electricity. electricity. So, no, so we wouldn't have it, you know. We wouldn't have it anyway, would we? So, but, you know. But then we've we've got a sort of a woeful sort of long term plan of electricity generation because there's no sort of planning of it really. I, mean, I was going to say we don't have a plan, do we? Well, I mean, uh, we don't seem to have a plan for much, but we are getting a bit too political, probably for the. Well, for, you know, I was going to just say that one of the problems with with X, for example, wind power. Um, well, we all know that one problem with wind power is that a lot of the time there isn't enough wind. Okay, fair enough. But we have a situation in in England where you can't build an onshore wind farm. Mm. But if you build an if you build an onshore wind farm in in Scotland, um, the biggest problem you can build the bloody wind farm, but you've then got to connect it to the network. Yeah. And there's such a such a demand for connecting these to the network that there's a great long waiting list. So mm. there are wind farms now in Scotland and very possibly in Wales where there's also onshore wind. Um, where the, the thing is built, waiting to be connected to the grid. So yeah. that gives you an idea of the pressure that they're under to to establish uh, renewable sources and, and and the reasons for the delay. I, I I think 2030 is probably an unrealistic target. I'm sure I'm sure we can make a lot of progress in that time, but to actually switch by then, I'm a bit sceptical about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to have to take a little comfort break, I'm afraid, young man. Well, we should have an advert at this point, shouldn't we? We should have an advert. Shall we um, invent something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Lewis. John Lewis is good. Go to John Lewis and buy things. Especially John Lewis Ipswich. Especially John Lewis Ipswich, but any John Lewis. Ask, ask, ask for Kev for your... <laughs> Bedding, furnishing, and whatever else. Definitely not bedding or furnishing, but uh, (laughs) any tech support issues, you are more than welcome. We'll be back in a couple of seconds, folks. And we're back. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed the advert, guys. I hope you did. Um, No adverts on this show, as you know. Um, So, uh, you, on the last show, you had just taken delivery of the Pixel Fold uh, 1800 quids worth of, uh, of tech mm-hmm. and um, how, well basically how has that gone um, I think it is fair to say it's going back I want to have a guess as to why it's going back no, that's fine. Well, I mean, let's let's start off with with a number of comments about it. Yeah, and tell um, me if it's only one reason or many. Before uh, I guess. All right, we'll do. Well, okay. First thing to say is there are there are a lot of things that I really like about this device. I I do like the the size of it. You know, if you compare it next to the Z Fold Four. Yeah. Uh, it's shorter. Yeah. Uh, which which I think is actually a plus. I mean, it's if I compare it with the uh, Pixel 7 Pro, which was going to go back as a trade-in, 
Um, it's it's considerably smaller than seven, seven uh, shorter than the seven pro. Width wise, it's about the same, perhaps a tiny bit narrower. But what mm. it is is appreciably wider than the Z Fold Four. Yeah, and and actually, it's a nice size to hold. You know, it it, it feels very solid in the hand. It doesn't sort of um, you know, it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with it. Um, Screens are nice. I mean, uh, we'll come to them in a minute, I guess. Uh, it, it's fairly rapid. Uh, it works pretty much as advertised. Um, it's just there are a few issues that I'm not so convinced about that make me think Z Fold 4 is probably better for me and maybe I'll be better to spend the money on a Z Fold 5 or, or maybe even have a holiday instead with it. Yeah, uh, what will a what will a Z Fold Five have that your Four hasn't got? Probably, probably nothing. <clears throat> all honesty, Kev. Mm. So the likelihood is I'll just hang on to the Z Fold Four. I suppose actually the Z Fold Five is going to close flat. That, right. that I think is a is an advantage because one of the things that I've had. I mean, I've had a Z Fold Two and Three, uh, and it's getting closer to being flat every time. But I always sort of live in in fear of something going down that gap and trashing the screen. Um, it mm. hasn't happened. I've got to say, it hasn't happened. It's, um, I mean, it occurs to me from a couple of YouTube videos that there's a plus and a minus to a flat folding. If you do trap a piece in the, if there is a bit in that uh, Z Fold 4, it could fall out and not scratch yeah. anything. Whereas if it's yeah. trapped in a closable one like the Pixel, then it's going to bugger the screen up. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm going to throw out there why I think you might be sending it back, and you can obviously tell me either now or later. Actually, yes, you did ask me to say there are several reasons. OK, well, I'm going to go for one, and this is only based on me watching quite a few now YouTube videos, and that is the one where you're using something on the front screen, we'll say threads or uh, Twitter or whatever. When you open it, it looks hideous. It just sits in the middle of the screen. Yep, you're absolutely right. That I is one thing. I cannot are... see how anyone could use that. The software is not optimised well enough for a big screen. Mm. You know? I mean, if you compare the software optimizations uh, that, that Samsung have put in the, in the Z Fold, um, it, it's much more clever. Uh, and part of, yeah. part of that comes down to the fact that the... Uh, Z Fold is uh, in portrait, and the Pixel is pretty much in landscape. You know, I mean, it, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice screen, but there is really no difference between the screen on the outside and the screen on the inside in terms mm. of what's presented to you. I mean, sure, you can do split screen, but you can do split screen anyway. Um, the bigger problem with the screen is that, the, like I say, I like the size of the screen on the front. It's a very comfortable size to use. Um, I prefer the shape of it to, to quite a few phones I've used recently. Yeah. From that point, it's really good. The big problem is the screen is so bloody good, you don't really have much reason to open it up. Ah, the yes. Well, you haven't um, probably heard PSC today yet, have you? No, I, I haven't. Because you weren't up at ridiculous o'clock like I was. Um, <clears throat> Nyrave uh, was on there today. Um, it's a good show. Um, and he says he uses the outside screen 80% of the time which, to me, makes it not worth spending 1,800 quid on a well, well, it's interesting because I'm actually, I'm actually seeing him tomorrow evening for... for ah, cool. Um, Can you ask him to stop saying bloody Z-fold? He's British. Oh, 
I know, I know. He's Bloody Zedfold. You know. Come on, Narave. I know, I know. No good, is it? But yeah, I'm seeing tomorrow, and that sounds like one of my main problems with it is there is no reason to open the, the inside screen. To be honest, if they produced an ordinary pixel in this form factor, I would be all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a yeah. much more comfortable size to hold. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I know it's true to say the 7 is, is, is smaller than the 7 Pro in the same way the 6 was, but then it doesn't have the the same cameras on it. Mm. Um, that is reason number one. Reason number one, there isn't enough of a reason to open it up and use the inside screen. Yeah. Uh, reason number two is the software is just not optimised. I mean, for example, if you look at the, the login screen where uh, if you haven't, for whatever reason, used your fingerprint or whatever, you've got to put your, your pin in, yeah? Mm. So on the, on the front screen, that's in the middle of the screen, you open it up and it appears... Oh, this time it's opened uh, opened up with the, with that on the right-hand screen. Mm. The time before, it opened up with it on the left-hand screen. Wow. Now, that doesn't matter, of course, if you just put your pin in where the hell mm. it is at all. Mm. But it does matter with some other things, you know, where where you look at it and you go, well, well what's that doing there? It makes no sense. Mm. So the software needs needs work, is, is my, my view. I... Um, go on. Now, I keep hearing people say, yeah, but it's only a first gen. But my reply to that is it's 1,800 frigging I, quid. Two comments for that. Three comments, in fact. Yes, the first one is it's 1,800 quid. Comment number two is they've been planning this phone for years mm. and they've had a big advantage that Samsung haven't. Namely, no doubt, they've looked very hard at every other folding phone on the market. Mm. Mm. Um, so they surely can come up with the same conclusions as anybody else as regards... Um, you know, what optimizations need to be made. Uh, and I said three, and I can't think what the other one was. Um, never mind, it doesn't really matter. Just, the, just the imagine, matters, just imagine from... Good enough is a short answer, is it? Yeah. If you're going to say this is this expensive, it has to be good. And it isn't bad. You know, if I didn't have the Z Fold 4, mm. then I might think, yeah, I'm really quite happy with this. And, and if it wasn't 1,800 quid, if it was 1,200 quid, I'd be much more torn about whether I kept yeah. it or not. Imagine it's, it's this for one second. Thing, you know. In September, Apple announced a folding iPhone, <clears throat> and the minute you open it, and it's not an Apple app, it sits across the middle of the screen. Can you honestly imagine the uh, the, the internet going dealing with that? Down. It would, and no one would. Def well, the Apple fanboys would probably defend it, but I mean, most of us wouldn't, and it can't be defended here. And that's exactly what Nyrave said on the on PSC is that you cannot just use that as an excuse that it's a first gen product um no you can't you absolutely can't um it, 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 you know it, don't get me wrong it's good if this was the first folding phone i'd ever seen i'd be going yeah this is absolutely great mm. but it isn't the first folding phone i've ever seen um in some ways uh, i i'm i mean i haven't heard what steve's had to say of course because i haven't seen the, heard the episode but if i look at, at um at what steve has said before about the surface duo 2 in some ways, I prefer the software on the Surface Duo 2 to mm. the software on this. Yeah. Now, you can say Microsoft had two. That's games. crazy, isn't it? I think, actually, Microsoft has made a major mistake uh, with the Surface Duo line, not, not taking it forwards, because they were getting it to the, the point where it was mm. a very nice device. Mm. Um, but the usual Microsoft thing, they don't know how to launch anything, do they? I mean, if mm. you only have to think about Windows Phone, it could have been very good they didn't put the resources behind it. You know, they should have been out there getting the, the native apps for all social media and all that sort of stuff and paying developers a long time. I mean, they did start doing that, but 
like it was already they started after the ship had already started sinking you know yeah um i think they've made a big mistake not not following up on the on the um on the, on the surface duo now that brings me to another problem um if you look at uh, adverts for the pixel it will it, it says great for photographers because it's got a good camera well in fact yeah. the camera isn't quite as good as the 7 pro but yeah it's a good camera i've taken a few pictures they're very nice but it goes on to say comes effectively with its own built-in tripods for astrophotography now Actually, for reasons I won't bore you with this week, I'm actually quite interested in doing a bit of astrophotography. Um, and effectively, what it says is you can sort of open it halfway and, mm. you know, effectively, it's, it's its own tripod. Yeah, it is. Now look at the way they've actually made it. The answer is, if you're going to open it halfway and put it face down on a surface to take photos with, what's face down? Answer, what's face down is the, is the front screen. <laughs> so, nice, yeah. yeah. I, I go on. I go outside and I and I I prop up my pixel fold on my on my wall to take a picture of the sky, mm. uh, and I press the buttons of it and it moves incrementally and the bricks on the wall scratch the front screen. Mm. Hang on, really? Is that very sensible? I don't mm. think so. So that, to my mind, is a is a design fail. Um, and and of course, it's one that you don't get on the Surface Duo because there's no front screen. That that's not necessarily yeah. the yeah. way around it. But but. I don't see how you could have designed it differently if you want a front screen. But if you do want a front screen, don't go telling people they should put it face down on a brick or any other hard object so they can use it as a photo tripod. That's, that, to me, that's sort of somebody thought of this bright idea after they'd already finalised the product. You know? Yeah. Um, because it just doesn't... Probably just the marketing department versus the yeah, engineers, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Go, go use your brains, guys. That's never going to be a very good idea. Um, so that is a fail uh, as well um it's a lovely device they've done a pretty good job but really uh well i mean i i, I agree with Nero. you know in the day you can't go saying this is gem one product and then mm. charge two grand for it or the best part of two grand for mm. it and have things in there that don't do what they're supposed to do properly no um, so, so you're obviously still within your returns thing, are you on that? Well, well, uh, I, I, I came to this conclusion on July the 12th and discovered to to my surprise that that was actually the last day I could start Ooh, on RMA. Yeah. Um, which kind of stopped me dithering about it. I just ordered the RMA straight away, and yeah. in fact, uh, although the phone is still out, uh, one of my jobs this afternoon is to is to box it all up and send it off. And there's another mm. interesting one, of course. It was launched with a, a Pixel Watch, yeah, as a as a, a free gift. Well, mm. I had a Pixel Watch before and got rid of it before. Um, I didn't really want the Pixel Watch anyway. So you come to return it, and actually you have to get a separate RMA for for the watch and the phone, wow. and you have to post them separately in separate boxes. Good lord! And what's more, not only you have to post them in separate boxes, you have to send them to a place called Sakochin Stari in uh, in Far East Poland. Oh, so, God. so now I'm going to sit there and think, well, <coughs> I've dispatched these 1,800 quid's worth of stuff. I hope it arrives at the other end. Mm. Um, anyway, you know, I mean, uh, that, that's, a, that's a, a minor point, but it, it sort of does make things a little, a little worse. probably, um, I can't think of anything else you've sent back in the last couple of years, to be fair. That's pretty unique, isn't it? Uh, actually, I, I can think of something I sent back in the last two mm. years, but only one thing, and that one thing was the Pixel 6 Pro. <laughs> yeah, there's a little That's trend. That's the only thing I've sent back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I genuinely like like Pixel stuff, but there's a there's a warning here, I think, really, that when I compare the software on the Samsung and the software on this, 
the same song is in, is is in a different league. You know, for for all of the sort of minor irritations you might have uh, with um, you know, One UI or with duplicated um, apps and whatever, um, when push comes to shove, the Samsung is a better device. Mm. So back it has to go. Uh, which you know, a bit of me is sad about that. I, I I didn't I didn't buy it on the basis I was going to send it back. I bought it on the basis that I liked the look of the form factor, and I thought, you know, I'll give this a go. Yeah. Um, and like I said to you, if it had been twelve hundred quid, I probably would have said, well, you know, I'll we'll mm. get some fun out of that for a couple of months, maybe lose a couple of hundred quid, and then it goes. But I can also see that if I keep this for a couple of months and then try and sell it, it's probably going to lose five hundred quid. You know? Yeah. So yeah, probably. So really, yeah, I think I've seen many for sale. Um, a couple of people sold them after one day, and they lost a hundred quid. But I think if you tried to sell one now, you would you would struggle to get even twelve because because there's been a lot of reviews now, and then none of none of them are really like saying this is a must buy. Um, I, mean, I mean, I think there's one thing I don't hold out much for, and and that is um, some of the stories about the screens. Now, I, I, I do know Tim Evans has said that, that, that you know, they had two review models where the screens, the centre screens died. So I'm not, I'm not discounting the, the possibility that the screens could go. And it does freak me a bit because Google aren't renowned for their customer service like that. But, you know, when, when you get things like, oh, I found a speck of dust down the very edge of the screen protector and look, my whole screen has died. Uh, I, I sort of include that on the, the same level as uh, iPhones bending. It, it, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't ever happen, mm. but I don't think it's an ever-present risk. I mean, I've currently got this in, in a, a case uh, that, that actually uh, I reckon would, would stop that. But the idea of a tiny speck of dust could, that could go down either side of the screen protector and cause the entire screen to fail, I, I find that a bit unlikely, to be absolutely honest. Mm. But... But nonetheless, if you've got a folding component, um, it clearly is a point where it could go wrong. And I mean, I know this happens on on Samsung's as well. You know, they have a, a fairly well developed program for, for sorting and fixing folding screens. Uh, indeed, I know somebody who's re- used it in the last month. But they they they're kind of geared up for it, and I imagine their failure rate is probably lower. Maybe maybe. That's the reason why they don't have such a wide folding screen for all I know. Maybe nothing to do with that, of course. <clears throat> From what I've heard and read on the interwebs, uh, I wouldn't want to have to deal with a Google uh, repair. Um, no. Not particularly great. Whereas Samsung, you think, yeah, they're going to handle that pretty sensibly. Um, yeah, as long as, as long as they'll deal with me since they still are refusing to sell me anything. Yeah, you do have that particular <laughs> problem with them, don't you? Well, well, it's the same problem that Steve has with this Instagram, where Instagram is yeah, blocked him, yeah. obvious explanation. And when this happens, you can't actually get through to anybody and go, no, look, no. there's a problem. How do we solve it? Because I can't believe Samsung wouldn't be happy to sell me a phone and take my money off me, given that I'm not actually an international terrorist mm. or whatever else. I mean, you don't get a lot more boring than a 62-year-old Charles <laughs> DeCanton, do you? Um, but for whatever reason, I'm down on their list of, of undesirables that they won't even sell something to, even when they've taken my money in advance, which is the bit that really does bemuse me. I mean, mm. if, if I was asking for something on credit or something, well, maybe I would, uh, you know, actually, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should well, try buying it on credit. I think, the, I think the credit company might be more interesting, wouldn't they? But yeah. it's just ridiculous. 
I think uh, I think the order would still fail because it would still go through. So. Uh, what you need to do is go to. Is there must still be Samsung shops in London? Is there not one in yeah. Birmingham or? No, it never has been. Um, when you go to London next, bloody go in and buy something, and then 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 send that to Samsung and say, right, okay, stop this nonsense. You've just accepted my order in your shop. That there is no excuse anymore. Well, the trouble is, you know, I mean, having pursued that up to quite high levels of seniority mm. in the UK, you you get this wooden response. It's been done for security reasons, and we can't talk to you about it. And and like they've suggested that that. Um, I should either get uh, somebody else at my address to buy it. Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll talk nicely to my wife, but I don't really want the the price of her phone appearing on her credit card statement. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the last time, I mean, I bought the S23 Ultra. I had to go to the ludicrous extent of borrowing my 88-year-old mum's Barclay card. Yeah. And it, and it had to be delivered to her. And, oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. And, and, and indeed, uh, I did a return. And there was no problem with the return, and they never said a dicky bird. So I just don't, I don't know what I've done to upset them. They won't tell me that. Mm. It's a, it really is rather a, rather an odd situation. Certainly not one that I, I kind of expected. But these things happen sometimes, I suppose. But but no, I think really and honestly, I'd give it eight out of ten. It's a it's a good device if you don't have a folding device and you haven't got any experience of a folding device. This might well be something you go, this is great. The only problem is yeah. for me, the Z Fold is a much better device. Yeah, and I think that Sorry. comes, um, I think that's the same for me. I've still obviously still got the S23 Ultra. Never have I owned an Android and used it daily this long, I don't think. Uh, it's a great phone. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, be, I'll be honest, February. it's one of the best phones ever made, the S23 Ultra. Yeah, I think it, so. It, it, it really is up there with some of the very best phones. It, it, it just doesn't fail you, does it? It does a, a thoroughly good job all of the time. Yeah, it's an it's a absolutely brilliant compliment to a 13 Pro, to be honest. Um, I have had some thoughts... Um, I've had time to sort of get used to that horrible uh, Monkey Island thing on the on the new iPhones. I guess if I'm going to get an iPhone 15, which has been part of the thought process, um, I've got no choice because apparently it's going to appear on all of them. I still yeah, don't like it, but I ones, it? I still don't like it. But I think I can live with it. Um, but. Even when I think that, I think, well, why, what, why do I even want an iPhone 15? Um, What's your battery life left on your 13? Uh, 90, I think. I'll have a little look. I mean, but but I wouldn't mind paying 89 quid for a new battery, to be honest. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the point, isn't it? it might be much more sensible. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's something on there that you you really really want. No, I don't, I don't think so. Battery health is 90. What could they introduce on, on it that, that um, you would really want? Well, that's the that's the point. Every everyone's saying USB C, but I mean that's ninety ninety five percent of the time I'm charging this on wireless, so I don't really I'm not really sure what the advantage is of USB C. To be honest, maybe when we go on holiday twice a year, it's one less thing to carry. Um, yeah, I think, I think. I mean, yeah, USB C. I would like USB C, but it, it it wouldn't of itself be enough to change device. I don't think I mean, so. Uh, um, I mean, I think it would be much more sensible going forwards if it were USB-C, but 
Yeah, well, I, I think you, don't, you know a quick don't need that much, do you? No, a quick trip to Norwich, or even when I'm on holiday, we're we're going to Wales again, so I probably won't find any Apple stores over there. To be fair, unless we go to Cardiff, I guess. But um, maybe pop in, you know, make an appointment, get the battery swapped. And but even now, to be honest, my this is the other thing about battery life, isn't it? I I hammer the hell out of this thing at work because I've got. Currently, I've got my EE unlimited contract and my Smarty unlimited contract in there, and I'm using um, uh, an awful lot of data now. I'll give you, I'll give you an idea. Um, where is that? It's in data use, isn't it? Uh, current period for EE is 190 gigabytes. Well, um, <laughs> personal hotspot is 127 of that. Um, and then it's quite a bit. It's a it's a good amount compared to what I've ever used before. How much are you, how much are you billion your employers for this? <laughs> well, I'm not even supposed to use it, so I'm not going to go down that route too much. But um, let's put it this Mind way: you, I'm just going to current period on my phone, and it says 267 gigabytes. Yeah, I, I wonder what it defines current period as, because I basically don't use it. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what That's that... probably since I got the phone. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. It's, I've got 29 gigabytes on the uh, E, uh, on the Smarty um, one as well. So, you know, I'm using a decent amount... Um, uh, of data so that's obviously going to hammer the hell out of the battery anyway but i'm literally literally surrounded by chargers in my seating area i've got a choice of about 10 different chargers um i'm never anywhere away from charging a phone so it it, it doesn't really matter if the battery life i'd probably change it at 79 percent anyway uh and bearing in mind this thing is uh not even I've still I've still got the two year warranty on this anyway. Uh, actually, I've got I've got to try and remember where I bought it. Did I buy it at John Lewis or did I buy it at Apple? Can't remember now actually. One of the, one of the interesting things about the iPhone battery. I mean, I I use my phone pretty much all day. I literally spend hours a day on the phone. Uh, when I'm not on the phone, I'm listening to YouTube music or the radio or podcasts or, or whatever. Mm. Literally, from the start of the day to the end of the day, I've just checked the battery health on the 14 Pro, 100%. That's after yeah. October time, something like that. Yeah. Um, the, the, the iPhone 13 Pro that I've come to uh, to own, um, 92%. Mm. So that's, that's that's all coming up two years old. It's not, um, you know, it's not not uh, not terrible, is it? No, and I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I have I have improved it massively by taking Chrome off. Um, I've not, not, yeah, I've not used Chrome for a, a, a month uh, now, nearly. <clears throat> and I took it off because it, it was sort of disappointing battery life. It was starting to get disappointing. And I, on the 10 day, uh, on the 10 day measure, it, um, Chrome had used 36 or 37 percent, I think, of my battery over the last 10 days, which is you can't have one app using uh, almost 40 percent of your battery. Um, no, it's really odd. And what now I've switched to problem I've, with their battery. Where, where, where Apple Mail used something like 26 percent of the battery one day. Oh, yeah, that's utterly inexplicable, really. Yeah, and I mean I can't tell you now because obviously I've just reset it again, so it's it's only got two days worth of. Uh, uh, thing and YouTube is thirteen percent. Safari is thirteen percent. Telegram is thirty thirteen percent. So um, you know you can live with anything that's taking ten percent or around about ten percent of your battery. 
but you can't really live with something taking 40%. So yeah, I got rid of Chrome and I haven't really missed it at all, although it's still my go-to when I, in fact, I pick up the um, S23 Ultra if, if I particularly want to use Chrome. Um, so I just pick that up and I do take it every single day with me. Um, you know, so at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm, I'm satisfied with what I've got really. And every time I see a, there's, there's another S23 Ultra gone on MeWe in the last few minutes and it's 880 quid with a case and buds too. Um, yeah. You know, which makes the phone about 700 quid probably. It's madness. Somebody's going to get a good deal, aren't they? It's madness, isn't it? Well, it's, on, it's an iPhone um, 14 Pro Max 256. Now, that has to be about 1,400 quid new, is it? Yeah, it's going to be something It's like just that. gone on there at 850 quid. Um, I don't know how people are losing. <clears throat> I'm, I'm only assuming this one is his sister-in-law's um, phone. And I'm only assuming it's bought on a two-year contract, so people don't realise the full value of it. Um, I'm guessing that's probably the case with that. And I don't yeah, think I don't think I'd ever buy a phone if I knew it was on a contract. To be honest, um, I don't think I don't think that's a big deal these days. But it's uh, certainly heard of you know people then not paying their bill and it getting blocked. Which wouldn't be great. I mean, I'll tell you what is interesting on there. Uh, there's a Surface Duo 2 256 in glacier white with a Surface pen and a case, right? Mm-hmm. You seen the price? Uh, $850? Yep. Is that a lot they, or is that cheap? Well, I think that I mean, they're, they're holding their value well, is what I would say. Yeah, it's only only been on there since last night at midnight. So. Well, the, the big problem with that, with the uh, with this is that, of course, there's a lot of, of Surface Duos, the original model, around for quite a lot less than that. Um, yeah. So I, I think yeah. uh, that might, might Some be people seem there. to prefer the first one to the second one, don't they? Um, yeah, Because it uh, like folds it. flat, is it? Because it folds flat yeah, when you when you open flat. it? Yeah. Because there's a camera bump on the, on the yeah. Duo 2. On the other hand, the Duo One is about to go out of updates and whatever else. Mm. I, I really like the Surface Duo Two. Actually, I think it, it, you know, some, like I say, some of the software is optimized really well. What I don't like about it is that Microsoft, with its wisdom, has decided you shall have square icons and things like this, and you can't change them. Uh, it's, it's it's a real effort, and and actually as well. You've got quite a big toolbar at the bottom of the screen that really ought to auto hide, but unless they've actually that's not fair because in fact I know the software has updated since uh, yesterday. Mm. Maybe they've maybe that is now uh, now been done, but um, but it's a nice device. It's been done really well. It 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 deserves better than Microsoft have given it, like so many other devices have deserved better than Microsoft has given them. You know, it, um, it it could could have gone a lot further, I think. Uh, so to have to have just sort of stopped the development of the line, mm. apparently. I mean, that's what seemed to have happened. Um, like I say, I think Steve is absolutely spot on. It's a mistake. I, I think I need to head, hand back my um, geek cred card because I just can't raise a iota of interest in any foldable or flippable come to that. I just can't. 
in the case of flips, I think they're <clears throat> just a solution looking for a problem um, to some extent. I think that about fog. I just want a time, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, if I think back to my Scion days, which is a long, long time ago, I'd have killed for any of these foldables that are out now. But I just can't raise any interest at all because if I want a bigger screen, I've got the Mac, I've got the iPad, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't know, just can't raise any enthusiasm for it. It depends on where you are and when you are and all that sort of thing, doesn't it? You know, I mean, um, <laughs> well, I'd much rather if I want if I want a big screen, I'd rather just pick up the S twenty three Ultra. I know it's not as big as a uh, as a as a Z Fold four. It doesn't fold. You can fold it once, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> but I don't. I I really don't like the. Um, I still don't like the crease at all, so both in looks and yeah. feel. So That's interesting. The crease really doesn't bother me one bit. In, in no, fact, but nor does... It, I don't think I notice it, you know. Nor does Monkey Island, does it? No, not at all. This is the thing, isn't it? Everyone's different, I guess, with that I, sort I, of I thing. I go for us say I prefer it to the trench. Yeah. Um, I mean, the trench is an abomination, isn't it? Like, it's a chunk. I mean, it's not as bad as the, the Pixel 3 XL, <laughs> the mm. world's biggest trench. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I honestly, I honestly thought I'd hide it on the Mac, but here I am looking directly at it, and it's kind of comforting. <laughs> it's, uh, that is a bit sad. And and it's and I wouldn't want I wouldn't want the top of that to be joined um, to to make it a bloody island at all. Um, I just wish they'd Why drop the hell out of it. You so much? I have no idea. Literally no idea. I go I go out to the shop floor quite often. Most of the setups we do aren't pros. I think there's a certain <clears throat> I think there's a certain link between the people that are buying the pro phones don't need us to set them up for them. Um, there's the odd exception to that, you know, and we have set up some pros and as I'm setting them up, I'm getting more used to it. Um and my colleague's got the 14 Pro, so I see that quite often. So I'm, I'm getting more and more to the point is like, yeah, I could probably live with that. And then I'll see a little animation pop up into it, and I'll think, no, bugger that. I don't like the look at that. That's horrible. Um, but then as we've already established, <clears throat> I don't need to change. It, it, in fact, part of me is like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see what happens with the 15, but then if it comes to it, I'll maybe pick up a 14 Plus. Um, I guess we don't know if there's going to be a 15 plus this year or not. Um, but if there is, the, the strong rumour is that all the all the um, non-pros will also now have the uh, um, island. The, the island, yeah. Which, yeah. I guess that's probably right. Isn't if it? you know, and that's the point with iPhone, isn't it? It's not like Android, where, for example, you know, on Android, I cannot abide anything with an offset front camera hole no no i, I just mean, can't that on it's the, on, a, the, on the fold yeah you, with the camera that, that oh. out from behind it and, oh. and, and, couldn't deal no, with it I mean, couldn't deal with at, it i'm looking i'm looking at it right now and you, you you really have to look very hard to see the front face yeah but i would look very hard at, and i would see it every time um this you this really think you would yeah this s23 ultra well it's going back to the days of the old dead pixels um mm. I mean, I got banned from Carphone Warehouse back in the day. 
Yeah, I got banned from the Bury St Edmunds store because I, obviously I worked in Bury. Um, and the Jobsworth manager, it all got it all got turned down once I spoke to head office because the guy was just a twat. But um, I got banned because I returned a couple of devices that had dead pixels. And and back in the day, if you remember, it's probably still the case, actually. Oh, you know, you have to have a cluster of three or four or more to be able to bring it back. Well, no, sorry, I don't. Um, and in those days, they just had a return policy anyway. But... Um, yeah, I can't. I can't. Ha I can't have a device. Could you? Could you live with a device with one stuck red pixel? No, it would annoy me. I must admit. Yeah, just couldn't it's do it. Luckily, these annoying. days, it's just not a thing. It's just not not happened to my knowledge um, for for a long, long time. You know. Um, no, the quality of these things is much better than it used to be. Isn't it? I I just think I I mean if the if the S twenty three Ultra. <clears throat> wasn't as big and I didn't have an Apple Watch, I could switch. Um, and you might say, get the S23 then, but I wouldn't want an S23. I don't like small Androids at all. S23 actually is a lovely phone. If it had the I'm camera, sure it I is. mean, that's the only thing I don't like about the 23 Ultra. But an amazing camera. I mean, it really is a good camera. Um, but it's a big beastie. I wish they could fit these cameras in something a bit smaller. Now, I know the answer to that is, well, you know, there's a periscope in there. Well, I don't know mm. how much is taken up by the periscope, but, yeah, probably quite a bit. Mm. But if they could get a, get this camera set in, in, a, in an S23 standard size, I'd be all over it. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I mean... I just yeah, don't I find the phone... very wedded to, to Apple, but for all of that, this is a, a phone which... Yeah, he does ask you to use it, doesn't it, sort of thing. Yeah, it's just lovely to pick up. I, th I mean, I'm quite happy to say I think it's got a better screen than the iPhone 13 Pro. Yeah, um, I agree. Without a doubt. But, you know, it's still... It doesn't work with the Apple Watch. Um, never will, obviously. And um, there isn't an Android watch that comes anywhere close, I'm afraid. Anywhere close. Nowhere close at all, is there? No. Literally nothing. Uh, some of them get near, I suppose, but um, I, I had a classic example, actually, yesterday. I went to buy a um, soda stream. Uh, remember yeah. those? They still exist. I do. Um, I do indeed. We, I switched about three months ago. I was drinking quite a lot of <clears throat> low-sugar uh, cranberry juice and cranberry and raspberry juice. Um, and even though it is quite low sugar, I was drinking so much of it, I was thinking, mm, okay, you're increasing your, your intake of sugar a bit too much there with, with drinks. I've always been of the mind, being diabetic, I've always been of the mind that if I fancy a cake or a Twix, I'm going to have one, right? I'm yeah. just going to have one and I will eat one sandwich less than I would have done or I'll make a, I'll go for a walk, I'll, I'll do something to get rid of it. But drinking any drinks with sugar in it is a complete and utter waste and empty empty you know empty use you get nothing out of it at all um so i i wanted to cut down my uh, thimmy so for the last month we've been buying bottled water uh yeah. sparkling bottled water specifically that's what, that's, I, what, that's what i drink yeah, yeah. exactly I've, I've got a bit of a problem i've got two problems with buying sparkling water is i first of all i think buying any bottled water is crazy. The only time I approve of it is when we go on holiday because we don't want to drink out of the water that's been in the caravan tank for six days. Um, 
so we use exclusively bottled water. But I, again, you know, from the waste point of view and everything, I've noticed now actually that our, our recycling bin isn't quite big enough for the two week period that we have to fill it. I have to, have to really stamp it down now, whereas most times at the end of two weeks, there was plenty of room in the top of it to get rid of any excess cardboard. Because um, these bottles are taking up, especially the two litre ones, are taking up an immense amount of room. So it's not great for the planet. So I thought, I'll get a soda stream because they're, you know, cheap as chips. Of course, I, I look straight at the 180 quid one, which is automatic and electric, and you plug it in and it does it all for you. Thankfully, um, common sense dictated that I should buy it from John Lewis because, well, mainly because I get 25% discount off it. So it's a pretty big, big deal. Um, so I bought a cheap one yesterday. Um, and now I've forgotten the point of the story that I was telling. Um, well, it was probably something to do with your new toy that you've bought, your soda stream. No, it wasn't, I don't think. But I was, I was coming to some... Oh, yeah, sorry. So I got there, went to pay for it, and um, none of my cards were on the iPhone. Um, so I'm very embarrassed because I'm halfway through the transaction. There are people waiting behind me in the queue. Um, and I'm very embarrassed that I haven't got a card on there. And uh, because I'd just reset it um, and I didn't realise I didn't have a card on there, not a single card of the four that I normally have on there. And um, mm. as an aside to that, Jackie was paying for, for, for this particular one. So I had her card to use and I stood there for a minute thinking, oh, God. And I said to the young girl, I said, you might have to cancel that transaction and we might have to pick it up. If you just suspend it, we can pick it up in a minute quite easily. And I said, oh, hang on a minute, I'm being bloody stupid. I had my Apple Watch on, didn't I? Mm. <clears throat> which still has all the cards on and is completely usable whether they're on the iPhone or not. Now, I assume you, I assume you can do that with, a, uh, with, a, with an Android watch, but I've never, e even as recently as a couple of weeks ago in the group, I, I said, right, I'm going to try paying for everything. I use, use my card three or four times in Waitrose a day, just in break, go and get some fruit or something. Um, and, and it failed once, uh, once out of the four, uh, three times I used it in Waitrose. But in the co-op on the way home, it wouldn't work at all. I had to use the Apple Watch. It just would not accept Apple, um, Google Pay on the Samsung, on the co-op's machines. Just wouldn't accept it, full stop. I tried three different cards, um, three different positions on the, on the reader. There was no one waiting, so I just sort of particularly went out of my way and it just kept failing every single time. Now the co-op is a little bit of a like 1950s outfit so their tech probably isn't the latest but I've just never had that with Apple Pay. Never once have I had it with Apple Pay but other people like Mike's in our group says he's never had it with uh, with Google but then then I think on the other hand he's not ever used an Apple he's never used Apple pay probably much so no, I, think, I think that's your problem isn't it so you know once you've once you've used Apple pay and I don't know I never had much joy paying on, a, on an Android watch when I did try it I can't lie it just never seemed to work properly um, but yeah. you know it is what it is I guess to be honest, I think I've only ever used a watch to pay once or twice. I don't, don't find that one very comfortable. Oh, I just use it. I mean, that is 95% of my payment is with, a, is with the watch. Full stop. With the watch. Yeah. 
Even you, I even use it now. Uh, if I double click the main button, not the crown, I now I now use it for my uh, Tesco club card. It gives you a little QR code. They can scan the QR code straight away. Don't have to get the phone out at all. Uh, so I can use it for that. I can double click again, and then I can immediately select whichever card I want. All four cards are on there. Got my John Lewis membership card, my Waitrose membership card that I always forget to use actually. Um, yeah, it has taken the place of... Um, if, if the Apple Watch worked perfectly, if, if Apple released a, an Android app for it, they would, and this is why they don't, of course, um, I could quite easily switch to using a, an Android phone. Although I'd then struggle so. with the size, I think, because I'd want a big one and then I wouldn't want to carry it, especially in the summer with shorts and that. You just wouldn't want to carry it with you. Because it's a bit dangerous having it in my shirt pocket because it, it would fall out. It sticks up. Yeah. You can actually have it in your top shirt pocket, you know, and you can actually um, use it as a, not very secret, but a video camera. You can reuse every single camera. It sticks up way above the cameras, even the, maybe not the periscope, but the other two, for sure. Um, I, suppose, I suppose, yeah, I suppose the top two certainly would, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Um... Oh, well, we're rapidly approaching two hours. Um, have we got anything else to... Probably a bit less than that, because we are our... Discuss? Oh, yeah, I'm reading the thing, aren't I? We had our... Um, I've, I've just... Uh, I've just old man break. Reset all data, factory reset on the Pixel Fold, so it will be being boxed up and parceled up. Luckily, luckily, it doesn't take... Now. I take it that it doesn't take as long to wipe as it does to update. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> it appears to be rebooting already, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, just remember the, uh, not to make the dummy error and get my SIM card. I think, I think people have got a fair point with the updating on a Pixel. You don't have to wait for it because it does it in the background. But I don't know about you, but I can't do that when a phone's updating. I have to see it finish no. before I start using I it again. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just one of those things, I'm afraid. I don't, uh, I don't trust it doing that. Um, no. I was just trying to think if I've got any stories from the from from my setups and things. We're doing incredibly well on setups. At uh, oh, I got an email saying my crucial RAM is on the way. Um, yeah, we are um, basically uh, out of this thirty-four. John Lewis has left, um, and we are number three year to date in terms of sheer numbers of setups that we've done um, and that's a very level playing field because it's pro rata the number of eligible devices that are sold so Oxford Street obviously sell millions of items compared to us in a week yeah, yeah. but but it's still a fair comparison um, we've never been below Oxford Street for the whole year we're above Oxford Street the top three actually are generally the top four actually uh, are generally um, Norwich Chelmsford Ipswich and then Solihull um, for setups I don't know what that tells you but uh, maybe it tells well, you I, I would imagine fairly busy down the road in the store I, I would imagine that actually in Oxford Street I, I'm not that surprised that they don't do as many setups because I would yeah. think they've got a very young audience compared to East Anglia. Um, I thought Solihull, but Solihull, I would say, in fourth place, are doing very well. Um, but like most of this year, we've been either sort of number one, we, like last week and the week before that, we were number one uh, for the week. 
Um, so it, it's going incredibly well. But most encouragingly, we're in 10th place last week for amount of money taken for setups. Um, and we're 15th overall out of 34 for money taken year to date, which is kind of mad, really, because we're above blue. We're above blue water. And it's the only measurement that isn't actually a level playing field, because obviously it's just purely money taken. Um, and we should, I mean, in, in theory, we should be either 31, 32, 33 or 34, because we're, we're, we're one of the four smallest stores with the least number of tech support partners. We've, we've got two and Norwich have got six, for example. So, you know, you just the sheer, sheer fact that there'll always be at least two in at Norwich, whereas with us, there'll be the odd day. Uh, there's only nine days in a month when we're both in. And then the rest of the month, um, there's only probably a couple of three days a month where none of us are in, but that, that will happen. Um, so, yeah, it's going so well. Um, you know, it's all going really, really well at work, so can't really argue with that. No, I mean, uh, that's um, a good thing as well. And thankfully... did have to lose a store or two, didn't it? Yeah, and thankfully, most of the stories in the gutter press about John Lewis are completely made up, so... Um, just a few idiots within the organisation feeding, no doubt getting paid for stories, I expect, by the scum press that we have in this country. I quite like you, mate. Um, unfortunately so. But then if you're paid 10 quid an hour, you're probably going to jump at the fact of getting 500 quid from the sun for a crappy story or whoever. Right. The um, rustling noise in the background, apologies for that, was the uh, pixel fold going back in the box. Yeah, um, I think that's the very wisest... I think that's the very wisest thing, and I, I'll bet you that an I bet you their returns department for Pixel Folds is pretty busy. Uh, yeah, frankly, right, I think without a doubt, just that most people won't won't actually admit it and talk about it, will they? Um, well, I'll just quietly I, I do it. I've given it a, a genuine, quite good go. Yeah, um, yeah. You never re you never return anything. So, virtually no. There are things to like about it, no two ways about it. But for all of that. There are things that just have not been got right and, and need more attention. I think that's the, probably mm. the, the way I would put it. So, If you didn't have the Z Fold 4, would that have changed anything? Um, that would depend on whether I'd had a Z Fold 3 or 4 before. I think and if you hadn't... I didn't know any better, maybe. Mm. I mean... I mean Honor produced a foldable this year, which, I mean, I haven't heard what Nero had to say about it yet, but... Um, I think that on the whole had some fairly good reports, but I guess it probably suffered from the same lack of optimised software. Mm. Um, so I, I think it really depends. If I if I hadn't ever had up Siri, if I hadn't ever had a, a foldable phone, um, quite possible that I would have would have hung on to it. Mm. And what year do we think we're going to see an Apple foldable iPhone? Um, lots of people. Not this one for sure. <laughs> no, definitely not this one. Lots of people, including Nyrave today, actually thinks they're going to do a foldable iPad first. I'm not convinced by that, if I'm honest. Um, I think we might see an, a foldable iPhone in 2026. Yeah, possibly. I, I a couple of years, quite possibly. Um, you know, I mean, they've got to do a Periscope zoom before they start wearing yeah, a foldable phone. And that's not this year, I don't think, is it? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. Th I mean, it might be a five times. I don't know. I don't think so. There's nothing solid out there about it. I don't think. I, I don't. I haven't really been following it, if I'm honest. But um, no, I, I haven't seen anything to suggest there will be one. So I would guess no. No. I mean, I'm not. I don't really use the. Th I mean, the the point about the S23 Ultra would be interesting in Wales because we're going to be walking a lot and cycling a lot. Um, where are you going in Wales? Going back to where we have been a couple of times, um, which is basically um, a place called Clandilo, Clandidlo. Uh, it's mid Wales, mid Wales, um, probably an hour's. Aberystwyth, Wales. An hour from Aberystwyth, an hour's night, an hour's really pleasant drive to Aberystwyth. Um, oh, are we, are we talking about Clandidlois? Clanniglows, L L A N D O I E S. Right. Okay. So, so you're going off there. That's near the um, uh, near the red kite place, isn't it? Uh, it's right. exactly right. near the red. Well, it's it. The actual site we're going on is called the Red Red Kite Touring Park. Um, there's red Please kite. The yeah, but it's 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 about three quarters of an hour, forty minutes, slow, slow, beautiful scenery drive to the red kite place, which is the uh, um, national uh, park forest for that area. Uh, I can never remember the name of it. Uh, oh God, no, I can't. Uh, Nant Nant AR, I think. Nant AR, something like that. Um, that's where they do the red kite feeding, which we will... And then normally when we go there, it's another 15 minutes to Aberystwyth. So we'll normally we'll normally actually go down into Aberystwyth. They feed, feed at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, or 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock, I think, um, in the afternoon. And we'll normally go to Aberystwyth, have a wander around, get some lunch in M&S or something and bring it back and eat it in the centre. And we just absolutely love it. There's some wonderful walks around that uh, red kite place. And then you, you top it all off or you start it with a... A display of you know sort of I don't know five hundred red kites all flying around at the same time, unbelievable. Yeah, so kind of kind of quite desperate for the red kites to get up here because they've been gradually extending their territory mm. and they are occasionally visible about five miles south of here. So it won't be yeah. terribly long, I wouldn't think. But you know we always look out for them. I mean my my son who lives in in Newbury, they they actually had them nesting in the back garden, which. Uh, Bloody hell! Yeah, we um, some great photos we them. saw one. Um, we saw one over towards uh, Barry St Edmunds a couple of weeks yeah. back. Uh, Jackie saw one in the sky, um, very briefly, but they're very distinctive. Um, so it's definitely a red kite. So they are they're gradually spreading across across the UK. I think. In fact, I've spent a lot of time this summer watching Lock of the Lows um, live webcam. Brilliant, brilliant webcam up in Scotland. Uh, watching them raise three chicks, which have all survived uh, and are now flying, but just watching them, it's just incredible. Just uh, absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, and it'll be uh, be nice to be back up with that. And uh, it's also an hour's drive in the opposite direction to that place where the jets fly through. Um, so it's really odd. Um, only seen them once, but you'll be... 
you'll be sort of 250 miles away from home and then you'll you'll see a lake and heath jet flying through below where you're standing uh, or level level with where you're standing uh, very much hit and miss and luck of the draw and all that stuff um, but actually we've if anyone out there actually has got a uh, a scanner that they no longer want that gets military airband um, I would be up for either borrowing or buying that um, they're quite hard to get hold of these days, uh, to be honest. But it must have the military band, which I think is 225 to 400 megahertz, something like that. Because like yeah. um, I would like one for that, because it can save you sort of sitting up on the mountain there for the whole day um, with, with when there's nothing whatsoever coming through. So you can, you can sort of get a little bit of a heads up about what's coming through. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. So we'll spend at least a couple of days in both places, once with one with the red kites and one with the, the jets, because I want to see... Um, I've seen an F-15 come through, two of them, um, mm -hmm. and various other things like Ospreys and, uh, and, and the Hercs and things, but I want to see an F-35 um, zooming through. So, again, from Lake and Heath, obviously. It's actually really weird. It's actually really weird, actually, when you when you see them to think like in in about twenty five minutes they're going to be landing back in in Suffolk. You know, it's quite a it's quite a mind oh, yeah, a mind yeah, mess yeah. Uh, with that. Or you know, uh, it's just uh, just absolutely glorious. I'm sure the people who live in those little villages around uh, the Mac Loop don't think that, but <laughs> for tourists like ourselves, it is pretty I, I wonderful. I remember driving through the Highlands of Scotland and having, uh, I don't know what they were actually, um, probably tornadoes. Or yeah, there's another low-fly area up they, there as they, well. They, yeah, yeah they, came, they came from behind me when I was driving down the road before I knew where I was. It was an absolute earth-shattering yeah. roar going past. It really made me jump. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Quite, quite a sight all the same. Yeah, you don't get long to take the pictures, unfortunately. But the other thing that I'd quite like to loan or borrow, and I think there's actually no one that will actually lend me it, is a uh, is a proper Canon zoom lens, like a three or four hundred, but like the uh, white one ones, ones. One of the white ones, yeah. Um, and I don't. I mean, looked at renting one. It's a couple of hundred quid for two weeks, so it isn't outrageous, given that they're like four grand and stuff like that. Um, so I'm thinking, thinking about that, but the logistics of it are a bit of a nightmare. But, um, yeah, thinking about that. If I can find anywhere in Wales that actually offers them for rent, then we wouldn't need to rent it for the whole two weeks. We could just have it for a couple of days. Um, and uh, obviously it's very dependent on weather and stuff, but really, really want to do that because we never really... But I got better pictures and video last time with the RX-10 Mark IV than Jackie did with her um, Canon... Uh, 80D, which is quite a decent body, but all she's got is the cheap consumer lenses. It's very hard to um, to get really good sharp pictures of these planes, and it, given that they're only a, a few hundred feet away, and if you go up on the mountain, which is relatively easy to do if you take your bike with you, uh, you just cycle, cycle up and cycle back down. Um, it's actually really quite easy to to get above, you could if carry on walking and get above the planes, which is something we've never done, but we might do it this year. See how it goes. Decide, but, it? Uh, yeah. When I say cycle up, actually, it's so steep, you have to push the bike up, really, but it is much quicker getting back down than walking. Um, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely lovely. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's funny that we always find it hard to find new places to go with the old caravan because you end up, 
you end up thinking, um, let's just go back to this place because it's quite expensive, but it's got everything on the pitch. So you have a water tap, obviously, but that's not obvious because a lot of places you have to wheel this bloody horrible barrel over to the water butt and fill it up and wheel it back and it's a right pain in the what's it. But this has a water thing on it, but very unusually. It also has a drain for your washing up and stuff, but massively unusually, it has a black waste um, thing built into the pitch as well. So you literally don't have to leave your pitch. Um, obviously, emptying your black waste is the worst job in the whole world. Um, and we can we have to do it every day. I can't let that build up. Uh, we have to do it every single day. And you can actually do it on the pitch, which is amazing. You, have, you, you can only do it if you use one particular chemical, uh, the green one. You mustn't use any of the blue stuff or anything like that. But... Uh, I'm rambling now about stuff that no well, one will be interested in. As far as tech goes, uh, portable lavatories, I didn't really expect them coming out. There's a, there's a decent they, uh, bit of tech there, actually, to be fair. Yeah, there, sure. uh, well, there's... we cover everything on this show, don't we? I mean, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> portable poo. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no topics are off limit except for politics. Yeah, yeah, I think if we're talking shit now, it's time to draw us to a close, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you're right. Let me go and have a look at the uh, clock. Hello. Telegram's popped up. I don't know why Telegram popped up now. I've lost my dock. Here we go. Um, I reckon we must be actually legit two hours now. Yeah, about two hours. Nearly. We don't want to get, you know... Yeah, we don't want to be uh, getting too long, do we? People will get bored. Um, On the last um, PSC, not today, but last week, Steve said, oh, there's probably a TT UK out today. But no, we do it. We try and do it every fortnight. And it's it's this fortnight. So this is uh, two weeks from today. Assuming one of us isn't away, um, then we will be back. and the reason for it is because uh, you could do it every Sunday, but I can't because I have to work. Yeah, you uh, do have to work. Yeah. Alternate Sundays, which is uh, remarkable, actually, that I get uh, alternate Saturdays and Sundays off in in a retail business. So, uh, yeah, long may that continue. Yeah, it was a good day the day you got the job at John Lewis, wasn't it? Really? It was pretty awesome, really, wasn't it? And 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 whilst the manner of my uh, my leaving Turner Motor Group was very disgusting from their point of view, um, totally disgusted with them, they did end up doing me the best favour ever uh, because I'd still be in that crappy business. Um, and it's even crappier now because they sold out to a pretty horrible company um, a few months ago, and most of the staff left anyway. Um, so uh, yeah, they done me a real big favour at the end of the day, in a in a roundabout way. You got a job you actually enjoy, which is definitely a plus. Yeah, it's actually pretty rare, I would say. Um, yeah, I would say it's pretty rare, but I do uh, I do actually enjoy it. It is quite a nice uh, feeling to go out and fix people's tech. Um, and get paid for it. And get paid a reasonable amount of money, not a crazy amount of money. But, you know, money off, 20% off Waitrose, 25% off everything in John Lewis apart from tech, uh, which is sad. Nothing off SIM-free phones, nothing off iPhones, nothing even off Apple AirPods anymore. Um, that is a bit sad. 
It's a bit sad, but then they probably don't make 10%, uh, 12% we get on electrical, so they probably don't make 12% on it. Um, so it's crazy to give it away when we can't make any profit on £12 billion worth of sales. We don't really want to be giving that away, I guess. Um, no, no, well, that's probably right. But we're working on that, so... Yep, OK, thanks, folks, for listening, and we will... I, th I guess we'll see them in a fortnight, will we, or...? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any reason. Not. I, think, uh, I, think I may be, uh, I may be collecting my car that day, and that might have to delay it. But uh, I'm sure I can work round that I if I ever see it. Fortnight is fine. Okay, cool. Let me. Um, look forward to that. Yeah, let me find the off button, um, and then we can say goodbye. Bear with me. I'm struggling with the windows now. Here we go. Okay, folks. Thanks very much. See you later. Bye. See ya. Bye.